0: But good morning, Northwood Church. Hope you guys are having a great morning. December 27th two days after Christmas, so I hope you guys had a great Christmas. Um, uh, all the holiday seasons have been so important this year. This has been a, a crazy year, but uh, one that we have endured, okay, with much faithfulness. And uh, But today, church is a little bit different, and uh, we're excited to be able to share with you, uh, kind of look back at 2020, some wins from 2020, and also look forward to 2021. It's going to be a great year. No matter what it brings, it's going to be a great year, all right? All right. And, uh, but today we want to celebrate some things, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I do want to introduce who uh, I've got with me today. I've got all of the pastors of Northwood Church here, and uh, we're going to be sharing a lot of different things with you, but uh, but I do want to introduce these guys and, and let you know who they are. Some of you might be new to Northwood Church, and and you don't actually know all of us, right? And so I want you to kind of know uh, uh, who we are and, and kind of what we do, um, you know, as as pastor of Northwood Church, as, as senior pastor, um, I might be senior pastor, but I am not a solo pastor, all right? I've got a team of men who uh, help me to lead this church effectively, and uh, they all lead uh, a certain location of Northwood Church, but they also help to lead um, in in major ways in regards to vision and strategy, and so as a team, um, we just kind of wanted to communicate to you again some things that are coming up this year that are going to be very very important for you to know uh, as we as we again jump into twenty twenty one. So uh, so just real quick, I want to kind of introduce all of you guys. First off, you got Casey Stokes. He is the pastor here at the Gulfport location. And then we've got Mike Menace. He is the pastor at our Wiggins location, uh, God's Country. That's what we like to call it, God's Country. And yeah, uh, uh, you, you got to use the mic. It's paradise. Paradise. It's paradise. <laughs> good. Good. It's it's a beautiful it's a beautiful place. Beautiful place. Yes, it is. <laughs> Rolling hills. Rolling hills. Rolling yes. hills. Horses, Horses. cattle on all, hay, in all thousand trees. of our hills. Thousand hills. And yes, absolutely. Yes. Well, with that introduction, uh, we also have Micah. He is our Long Beach campus pastor and uh, also is a pastor of our youth, of our Impact Student Ministry, and doing a great job there. And so, uh, and also we got Stephen here on the edge, on the edge uh, both of the sofa, but also the edge of. A lot of things, because we're starting Ocean Springs here in just a few weeks. and so, Absolutely. <laughs> it does feel like we're on the edge. We're on the edge. It's yeah. happening. The cutting edge. Yes. Whether, whether or not, like ready or not, here we go. Yeah. But, but Stephen is our Ocean Springs uh, location pastor. And so so again, today we're going to share a lot of different things uh, that I think are going to encourage you and kind of give you some perspective of, again, where we've been and where we're headed. So I want to take a few minutes, and, and also I want to thank you. For being so flexible this year, as a church, uh, every leader, every volunteer, um, this year has been very challenging, to say the least. Um, you know, there was a certain season where I think it was maybe two or three months we didn't even have services, live in-person services, um, and that was crazy. I think it was a Thursday morning. Uh, all of a sudden, we were like, "I don't think we can have church this Sunday." You know, there was mandates coming out, and so so within a couple of days, we we had to pivot basically uh, the entire way that we, you know, we're doing church in order to continue to, to preach the gospel. And so we did that. Uh, all of our small groups had to go online into, uh, onto Zoom calls, right, which um, I think we're all officially sick of Zoom. Sick of <laughs> Zoom. Just, just, it's terrible. I mean, it's, it's great, but it's also terrible. It's one of the beautiful things about
1: paradise in Wiggins is that we don't have good internet. And so so, so we would watch the services one Sunday. I literally watched the live stream service and it took two
2: hours to get through it because of buffering. I think fiber optics on its way. So just, just keep praying.
0: (laughs) No, not in God's country. They don't need fiber optics. We get direct connection, right? Cause it's, That's nah, it. No, nah. <laughs> but uh, so, um, but anyway, we had to be super flexible and with our small groups. Uh, I just want to shout out to all of our small group leaders at Northwood Church. Yes, uh, you guys have done an incredible job this year, uh, especially in that season of kind of not knowing what was coming week to week, but still going with the flow. And uh, and since that time, we've been able to, to go back into in-person services, and that's been wonderful um, with a few changes, obviously, you know, try to do safer services and, and create a lot of space for people. And I uh, and also know there's a lot of people that are, uh, you know, you've been, you've been hanging at the house and just not quite ready to, to get out and totally understandable. Um, you know, this year, is just, everybody's just kind of had to, I guess, redefine or, or take a fresh look at how they can kind of walk through this time, and so whether you 've been in person or whether you 've been online um, we 're just glad that we 're able still to to be together and so but I just want to say thank you to all of our leaders, uh, team leaders, uh, volunteers, you know kicking back into gear uh, to to serve people and again to continue to communicate the gospel so with that, I also want to thank you all for uh, being consistent in your giving um, one thing this year as a church, is that we have been able to be very confident in supporting other things that are going on in our, in our area, also across the whole globe, uh, because of the faithfulness of the people at Northwood Church to continue to give. And uh, actually, I want to share some of those things that we were able to, to give to this year. Uh, every year, we look at our, our uh, what we take in as a church and uh, all the giving. And what we do is we take 10%, at least 10%, and we we invest it right back into the kingdom. We invest it into local missions, global missions, church planting, um, many, many different organizations. And uh, so I just wanted to let you know that this year, Northwood Church was able to to give back $210,000 back into our community, uh, back into church planting. Planning Again, all over the, 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 the nation and also the world, uh, hurricane relief efforts in Florida with uh, a church over there that we are close to, as well as some different churches in Nicaragua. Um, obviously, they had two hurricanes that came through in that area. We were able to send $10,000 uh, through the search project to go directly towards relief in those areas, um, but just incredible things, honestly, and, uh, but that's because people are faithful. You're faithful in giving. Um, now, what you know, I want to let you know about is that we're actually going to to put up um, onto our website Northwood Church slash Missions, um, where you can go and you can read all of the things that we've given to this year. Um, for instance, Advent Giving. I think it was was it uh, ten thousand dollars that we gave through Advent Giving to a different uh, we, we through the. Thanksgiving holidays, even we bought groceries for people. Uh, I think that was $15,000 for groceries for, for people that were just waiting in line at Walmart or whatever. Uh, and we just walk up and just pay for their, their Thanksgiving meals and uh, just incredible stories that came I think out of that. We bought Christmas presents for Christmas people as presents. Well. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. It's the exact same thing with Thanksgiving. We just did it with Christmas, except instead of food, we bought a lot of toys for a lot of different families. Uh, And that's because of what Pastor Jordan's talking about, uh, your faithfulness, your generosity, and even consistency in giving you're able to make a difference right here locally. So that's awesome. Which the
1: beautiful thing about that is um, with how you've already said, but with 2020 being what it has been for so many people, many people out of work, many people uh, having to pay extra for childcare uh, needs, having to uh, change our lives in so many ways. And then for us to be able to, as a church, Go in and represent God, and represent the kingdom of God, represent the local church in uh, and the way we've given to people just spontaneously, no strings attached, and it truly it it takes people's breath away. People just respond by, "No way! I can't believe this!" And so it's just it's a it's a great opportunity to share the love of Jesus, to share the gospel, to pray for people,
4: and uh, and make a difference in our communities.
2: Interesting. Go ahead, Pastor Steven. Thanks.
4: Interestingly, over the last few weeks, we've actually got a, a couple stories that have come out of all of that giving, uh, one, where people's lives have been impacted in, in very specific and unique ways, but two, where people have said, man, we want to be part of a church that has a culture of generosity. We want to be part of a family that thinks that way about serving people. And so, uh, man, it's yielded fruit in so many ways, and it's just an incredible thing that, that we can all be part of that. S-
1: Steven had a privilege of, of, of being one of the guys buying groceries the other day, and I was, um, I was buying groceries for people, and uh, I ended up, ended up taking some groceries out to a car for someone. And I was walking back in, and I saw someone in the community that I know. They, they're not, um, they don't attend Northwood Church, but uh, they know us, and we've known each other for years. And they like, what are you doing? And so I just told them. I shared with them what I was doing and uh, went about my business. A few minutes later, they came up to me, and they handed me some money significant amount of money and said, we want to be a part of that. And so, you know, not only are we, because of the generosity of of the folks of Northwood um, and and the giving the way it is, we're not only able to impact uh, our local communities and the people in our communities, but it's inspiring others to be generous as well. And so I just love the domino effect of what we're able to do.
2: Yeah, I was, uh, uh, you know, I was thinking the same thing because I was out in the community and I was buying groceries for a lady. And what's so incredible is God's working in people's lives in the community where we don't even know it's happening. And as I was given uh, some money to pay for a person's groceries, I had a Northwood church card and the cash register lady. So let me see that card. And she looked at it and she started, she started weeping right there on the spot and said, God's really been dealing with me about getting back connected to a community of believers. And I think this is, this is a sign, this is a confirmation for me. And so it's just, it's just great that when we're out serving, God's working with us. And so because of your faithful giving, uh, we good. went as a team, yes. uh, not just the pastors, you went with us. Yeah. And uh, so we appreciate you. So good.
0: Yeah. It's incredible. I think there's something um, just – you're talking about whenever, you, whenever you, you, you give and you're generous, people ask why. Like, like, what's the catch? I think that's one thing I heard. Like it's true. They're kind of even hesitant to receive because they're like, like what, what's the string that's attached to this, this gift? Yeah. And um, it's incredible I to think, be able to say I think absolutely nothing. I in
1: life, nothing. <laughs> in life not, not just in 2020 with all of the uh, uncertainties, but in life in general, we're so used to people taking – from us. Uh, People are used to being taken from. And so there seems to be, there's always a hesitation, a reservation. And so as a church, when we represent Jesus in the community and we're able to bless people, no strings attached, whether it's through our uh, serve groups, uh, our big events that we do, where we, where we help beautify, uh, different schools and so forth the community in our community are just buying groceries. I, th- I think it it does it really goes against the grain of what people feel like the world just wants to take from me and it's it's giving, which is so such a good example of the gospel, right yeah, So God yeah. so loved us that He gave and uh, and it's just people aren't used to that and so it's it's an honor. I love being a part of Northwood Church because that is our heart. Yep. That is our, our focus. That is our culture. It's a culture of giving and, yep. and not taking.
0: And also uh, with, the, with the storms that happened, uh, I know as a church, we even kind of had to come together a lot in this season and, and help one another. Um, I know, uh, I believe it was somewhere, somewhere around 40 houses when the hurricane hit just a couple of weeks ago uh, or a few weeks ago. What was the name of the hurricane again? Zeta, Zeta, Zeta. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, there's been like 45 hurricanes or something like that. I I can't remember the name. So, but when Zeta hit, uh, the very next day there were there were teams of people at all locations out helping people yeah. get trees off of houses, clean up their yards. Um, you know, with people that that couldn't do that kind of work. And um, uh, anyway, it was incredible to see that uh, people. Yeah, again, I think it was I think it was like 40 houses, close yeah. to 40 houses between all locations of of just getting out there and helping. And of course, there was other countless you know, acts of kindness that a lot of people uh, did all throughout the community. But um, I think that that needs to continue to be a mark of Northwood Church is that uh, we truly put others above ourselves, yeah. that we serve other people, and uh, we don't care if we get any recognition. Yeah. You, know, um, gonna, you know, we're not going to, you know, we're not going to call up a bunch of people and say, hey, take a bunch of pictures and, and come look at what we did. Uh, it's really not, it's really not the way that we, we want to roll. It's, uh, it's, hey, God sees it. And uh, we just want to love people, and so, so again, no strings attached. But but during the hurricane, we were able to help people. Um, during COVID, um, there's been so many opportunities to to help and, and assist people. Um, you know, we're in, we're in Mississippi, and so there's some things that might have hit other areas a lot harder than it's hit Mississippi. But uh, but in the same way, there, there has been a lot of needs, um, even in some of our uh, uh, different organizations that we help here locally. We were able to give some special uh, offerings and some special, um, um, you know, just above and beyond uh, gifts to those uh, those uh, organizations. Uh, we also begin to support a couple of more um, organizations. One is Advocates for Freedom. Yeah. Um, and they are fighting the fight against sex trafficking and and all of the things that surround that that cancerous sin in our nation and in our world. And so we, we're excited to be able to come you know, underneath them and support them and what they're doing. Um, also uh, recently, uh, Dan Oler came from Children's Cup was just here. And so we're supporting Children's Cup who are, uh, are helping kids all over the world now. It used to just be in Africa. Now it's, it's literally all over the globe. Uh, they're helping to to teach kids and give them education and and food and clothes and and I love what they do is everything attaches to a local church. They, really, their goal is to to plant local churches all over the place and uh, and they use education a lot of times as the inroads to that. And so uh, so anyway. We're just, we're just honored to be able to support these different organizations in this way. And also, again, if you want to go see you know, a lot more of what we did, we just don't really don't have time to go through all of it today, uh, you can go to our missions page, missions, and go and see the, the, the document there, uh, see that page, and, and really just scroll through. And, and don't just scroll through and look at the numbers, although the numbers are important. I want you to think about the people's lives that were affected. Like, you know, you might see 500 families were fed, Five hundreds a number but families <laughs> those people there was there was four-year-old kids 13 year old kids you know mamas who are working two jobs who they, they just can't make ends meet and because of your faithfulness because of what God's doing here at this church we're able to sow into those people they they'll never know your name they won't know my name but all they know is that that this organization was able to give them a meal or whatever the case is and that's what we that's what we're doing in the kingdom of God right like the Bible talks about we're like a bunch of different parts that come together to produce this body and uh, we're the body of Christ. And so we, we go and we are light and we are, we're light in dark places. We're salt to a very unsalty, uh, uh, earth, you know, unsalty world. This is the impact that we're making. And so, uh, so anyway, I wanted you guys to know about all that, but I kind of want to shift gears and look forward to 2021 because, uh, this past year we had, honestly, we, we had some plans, we had some vision and, a lot of it's just on the floor because it all got cut out. <laughs> we had different events or different things planned, and uh, 2020 just just uh, chopped it in half. And so, so again, we're looking to 21. We've got vision. We've got things that we're focusing in on for each location. And so I want to give you guys some time just to, to share. Uh, we're going to start with Stephen with Ocean Springs, and we're about to launch you guys are gearing up there's momentum uh we're excited about it but but kind of where's things at where are things at and then where are things headed
4: yeah it's great well one as we look forward to 2021 uh in relationship to ocean springs and all of our locations the, at northwood church we've recently adjusted our mission statement as you guys know yeah. and so our mission is to build christ centered communities to help people know god grow in christ and go in the power of the holy spirit Until Jesus returns. And so I'm super excited about the clarity that's coming in regards to the mission. And I think Ocean Springs location is a great example of doing just that. And so one of the things that you think about when uh, you think about this household, right? This is a house and we, we're one house with many rooms and, and we're building another room on the house. And when you think about adding a baby, right, to the family, uh, what you wanna do is you wanna enrich that baby's life with the culture of the family. And so we are focused big time on culture right now. And we want the culture of Ocean Springs on a lot of levels to reflect the culture of the entire church. And so we've been working diligently to do just that. And one of the things that Pastor Jordan has uh, just talked about so much over this last year and it really burns in all of our hearts is this idea that we're a family. Uh, We're not just an organization, though we are organized we are a family. And so family has been one of the most critical aspects of cultivating culture in Ocean Springs. And so uh, if you look at what's happening in Ocean Springs, you're going to continue to hear everybody feels like they're part of a family. As a matter of fact, I've heard uh, multiple testimonies from people who are new to the church, people who have gotten attached to the church through the Ocean Springs pre-launch phase. And what they're saying is, man, I have never felt like I was part of a family when I was going to a church before, and now I do, and this is consistent. And so one, I just want to appreciate all of you from Ocean Springs, uh, for, for carrying that culture. Uh, cause when people get plugged in out of the community into the church, that's what we want them to get plugged into this feeling of belonging, this sense of community, really the sense of family. And so I think that's happening and we're going to continue to focus on that through 2021. Uh, and, and I think all, all across the church, we're going to be experiencing that as well. Uh, but also this, this other specific aspect of culture, because it has been a kind of a difficult year, hasn't it? And so, uh, you know. We we were expected to launch in August and you know there was a lot of a lot of excitement, a lot of fanfare around moving towards that goal. And then COVID came, put the delay on the timeline, and it has been an incredible time to grow together and continue to catch vision and excitement for what's coming, but we never knew when or how or what. And so, we've had to really work through some of that adversity and and we've learned to find, uh, really, opportunity in the midst of that adversity. And so, we've been talking about this. We've been talking about keeping an optimistic culture in our own lives as individuals, but also in the church at large. And uh, you guys have been so optimistic in a time where we could have been uber discouraged and a bit negative about the timeline and the, 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 the challenges associated with what's going on. But instead you guys have rallied and it's been an incredible time. And so, you know, I think that optimism is uh, ultimately something that can only be inspired by faith. And, and that's what we're doing. We're, we're a faith community. We're a christ center community. And so your optimism inspired by faith, I think is leading us to this place where we're going to reach a lot of people for Jesus and they're going to come to become part of this family uh, in Ocean Springs and the surrounding areas and, and we're going to get to rejoice over that and it's going to be a lot of fun. I do know this, there's a lot of sacrifice involved and so when we think about optimism... The sacri- there's a cost to building the kingdom of God and that's not just true for building Northwood Church Ocean Springs. That's been true since the beginning of the church. You look in Acts there was a cost. It was hardship. There was adversity but they continued to keep an op- optimism that's rooted in faith and all throughout church history the same is true. As a matter of fact one of our early church fathers, Tertullian, he said this. He said that uh, the blood of the martyrs is the seed of the church and and so don't, don't retreat. I'm not asking you to be a martyr right now but what I am saying is that sacrifice is all part of building the kingdom of god yeah. and so we're going to keep an optimism while we sacrifice and we're going to be the family of god and we're going to see god do incredible things in the community of ocean springs i'm just so thankful that i'm part of it yeah i, th- I think that's incredible
3: and like just sitting here next to you saying man we're, we're going again we're adding on yeah i'm reminded uh we're entering our, our seventh year of a location in long beach and you know each each season provides new things and like i, I some of the stories you're saying i'm like wow this is incredible. We're still going. We're still going. And, you know, in Long Beach, um, we've, we've kind of got to a spot where, okay, we've got traction. We're, this is where we're at. This is what it feels like. And we've realized that we've got an emphasis uh, through this last year of some things that have happened and just, just different seasons of ministry. We've kind of got one word that we're focusing in on in Long Beach for this upcoming year. And the word is this, it's rebuild. Um, rebuild. Uh, I know right now we're rebuilding a little bit in our actual building through some hurricane damage. <laughs> That'll be fixed really soon. But man, we're interested in rebuilding a couple of different things. One of those words is relationships. This last year, just the pastoral side of me and really our leadership team in Long Beach has noticed that many people have put relationships just kind of on pause. They've they've just stopped or they're just not moving forward right now. We believe it's time to rebuild. In relationships. Some people have just put pause on the relationship with the Lord, like that growing in Christ aspect or that, that continual pursuit has just been paused. And we're saying it's time to rebuild relationships, but also just being around people. We're ready to rebuild some of those relationships, but then also rebuild some teams. Um, we have just had a, a lot of people that have moved to other states who have transitioned in different parts and seasons of their life and we're ready to rebuild some teams. You see, our teams are kind of that thing that makes services happen on Sunday mornings. And we need teams to continue to create environments that help people know God in a Christ-centered way. So this is the, really the area of focus that we have in Long Beach is that we're going to be a church that's really focused and talking about and investing in rebuilding in our community.
0: Yeah.
1: That's exciting. That's yeah. exciting. You know, uh, it's interesting. I'm sitting here third in a row here. Uh, we're, we're launching a new location, Ocean Springs, the baby, and then uh, the the, the seven year old.
3: And It's nice not to be the baby anymore. <laughs> no doubt. The baby gets paid attention to a whole lot. <laughs> Way too All much. All eyes. Of course, now you're the middle child. Now you're the middle child. <laughs> I'm comfortable in that role.
1: <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. And I feel like I'm a, a big middle brother, child in my uh, family.
4: It's the life of anonymity. So hopefully you're okay with that. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs>
1: Uh, I do feel like in some ways a, a, a big brother. Uh, the Wiggins location uh, is, is in a couple of weeks uh, going to be 16 uh, years wow. old. And uh, w- that is so exciting. And uh, I will say this, um, uh, a big brother, not the elder brother, right, in the story of the prodigal. So uh, we, we are uh, in Wiggins. I can speak for all the folks at the Wiggins location. We are uh, uber excited. I just use that word. <laughs> uber excited about the launch of our new location in Ocean Springs. We're, we're so excited about Stephen and Amy um, leading up the charge and the team that has been assembled and that is, is anxious and gearing up, ready to, to, to kick off that new location in just a few weeks. Um, we're super excited. Uh, I, I do um, f- fully buy into the idea. We, we at Wiggins um, know that we are one church, many rooms, many locations, and we are just as much apart, even though we're 35, 40 minutes away uh, from Motion Springs we're just as much of a part of that launch as the team that's launching it so we're just not sweating quite as much as, <laughs> as that team but uh, but uh, fully invested both with energy prayer finances making sure that everything's taken care of which is the beauty of Northwood Church we don't do anything alone we don't do anything by ourselves as locations we we're a, we're a team we're a family and uh, it's so exciting to be a part of something bigger than yourself and to know that you're supported this team of, of pastors, right here, you know, we're, we are a lot br- like brothers. You know, we're we lo- we're family. We love one another. We support one another, and nobody goes unnoticed. Nobody goes, uh, you know, falls short. We all pick each other up, and it's the same with our locations. Uh, and and it's just an honor to be a part of that uh, Wiggins location. Is uh, is definitely when we have conversations around our table here. Uh, we we oftentimes reference you know, like we did in Wiggins, like we did in Wiggins, because it has uh, proven over the years to be a successful venture and a successful um, um, model to to go off of. Not perfect, but successful. And and, and so uh, I would say this at the Wiggins location, uh, very healthy and uh, one of the, the cultural aspects that people always identify when they walk in. To the Wiggins location, is man, everybody loves each other. There's the, the community aspect of what we do. It's so important to all of our locations, and as a church, it's so important. But in the Wiggins location, it's like it's magnified. Um, people truly, they, they literally, uh, of all our locations, people come early at Wiggins and stay late more than, than just most places. It's it's so cool. And uh, I don't know if that's uh, uh, just being out in the rural paradise, uh, uh, yeah, God's yeah.
2: country, right? Uh, well, there's not
0: much else to do, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Nothing else to do. Uh, you know how long of a drive you got ahead of you. You're not excited to get back on the road. Mike likes to ride tractors and go to Walmart.
1: Dude, Hey, you know what else you got to do? No, it's, it's, it's fabulous. Uh, but we, we, uh, have that cultural aspect, man, of just, of hanging out, loving one another. And, um, and, and I, I really say that that is, that is an indicator of health. It's an indicator of being healthy. The people are healthy. Uh, you know, our, our mission statement to, to know God, to uh, grow in Christ, to go in the power of the Holy Spirit, um, we, we constantly see those aspects playing out at the Wiggins location, and it's healthy, and it's healthy. Um, we have tremendous leadership. And you can imagine as a, as a 15, almost 16-year-old location uh, over the years, uh, great men and women have attached to uh, Wiggins campus and have grown up in the ministry, have have developed as, as very mature Christians and strong leaders. And the team is, is solid in Wiggins. And I can't say enough about the team that helps lead the services week after week and to do the ministry day to day, even in week to week through our small groups, our teams, uh, as well as our, our services. Um, um, it's an honor to lead the Wiggins location uh, I, I know there's a scripture in the Bible that talks about honoring your your leaders to make it easier for them you know don't make it hard on them and I I, I would say that I, I'm a good example of that I have s- so many people around me that are s- helping the ministry to be successful, and it is a joy to lead at the Wiggins location. One of the things that um, has been like like a, a secret sauce in the Wiggins location over the years has been our small groups, and the small groups have, we, as we have at, at all locations, we've kind of changed and tweaked as we go, and um, our small groups have been very important even through 2020 with COVID. Uh, the small groups, uh, even though it was a it was a huge challenge for r- rural America to to dial in and zoom to each each with each other we've got lots of funny sad but funny stories about you know well there she went she's gone now (laughs) or uh yep i can't understand a thing he's saying but um but nonetheless the small groups have been something that has held us together and in 2021 we're going to drill down even more into our small groups um uh just like at our other locations our our focus this year and Wiggins is to really to to continue to build on our small groups, uh, to add small groups and to diversify our leadership. We have some some incredible uh, men and women who've come along and they've been co-leading. They um, have been trainees in the process of growing and, and uh, leading small groups. And then we'll be launching the, those people out in their own groups. And uh, I'm very excited about what 2021 is going to bring. Uh, even if it's like 2020 in any way, I believe we're going to see great success at all of our locations. And I can't wait to see what God does in
2: Wiggins. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Um, You know, I just want to say being a part of this team is incredible. Uh, We've been together for quite some time, really serving together, some of us for 20 years. And I can say this about every one of these guys up here. um, We're very different in skill set and personality and the way we lead, if you would but there's a purity about every one of these pastors that I've seen, uh, and it's their heart for the gospel. It's their heart to be in ministry. It's their heart to continue to serve you well and to serve God well. And uh, it's one of the major components that really keeps us together and unified is the fact that we, 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 we're, we have shortcomings. Uh, we're, we're not perfect, but, but our hearts are mended together in a very powerful way. And that didn't come easy, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> no. It comes with a lot of heat. It comes with a, with, a, with a lot of sparks flying. And so we, we've been doing that for quite some time. And so I just want to say I'm honored to be on, uh, on this team uh, and to continue to serve you. In 1989, Pastor Van, my father-in-law, Pastor Jordan's uh, dad came here and uh, he, he, he had a quote and he said, we'll never remain a small church on the side of O'Neill Road. And really what that translates is that the harvest is plentiful and the laborers are few. He wasn't talking about a building. Uh, he wasn't talking about an organization. He was talking about the great commission yeah. and, uh, we've built upon that word for many, many years. And we're going to continue to build, uh, me, me here serving in, 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 the Gulfport campus is, is, is going to be great. Uh, we, we all agree here mutually that, that leadership is about serving people. Yeah. It's, it's not about a hierarchical org chart. And so, in serving the Gulfport location, you know, the word for, for us is leadership strength. Uh, I was reminded about a story in the Old Testament out of the book of Numbers where Moses mobilized 12 spies to go out into a land that God was promising them. For us, it's the Great Commission. It's, it's the Harvest Field. It's the greater Gulf Coast. It's Gulfport. And there were 10 spies out of those 12 that came back with a negative report, and it really contaminated uh, the, the, the team there, it it was a negative report. And as a matter of fact, there was a plague that hit and all 10 of those spies died. So I don't know if you're complaining or not. Um, today would be a good day to repent. That's where I was about to go. Thank you, pastor Mike. Today would be a good day to repent. You know, I've repented before, you know, I've been there, but, but there was two specifically Caleb and Joshua, and they said, yeah, there might be some giants in the land. Yeah, it might be hard. Yeah, we're going to have to have some sparks fly to remain unified in the Great Commission, but we're willing to do that. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, in that story, the majority r- really ruled, and uh, they wandered in the wilderness for another 40 years, but but we're not. And so I believe that God is building a and continuing to build here at the Gulfport location strength, In the leadership and uh, my goal is to 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 have a leadership team that's going to be able to retain the harvest that god wants to put in so i believe that with leadership strength comes activation and so god is going to activate us in his great commission right here obviously all of our rooms in the house are going to be activated but specifically there's a new leadership strength that's coming you know, Pastor Jordan transitioned to church. It's been, it's three years now. Yeah, finishing third year. Third year. And and, and and we as a staff, we felt in our heart, there's been a shift that has taken place. And we believe that it's spiritual and, and we believe it's powerful. And I believe that God, because of that shift, he's going to command his blessing, which is our opportunity to serve the lost and That's disciple good. the saved at a greater level. And so we're excited about it.
0: Awesome. That's yeah, good. yeah this, um, this, you know, we, we've, we've talked about it quite a bit, uh, even in all leadership meetings and whatnot about, about transition. And, you know, the only constant in life is change. (laughs) It's one of the only things that we can uh, consistently know that's coming is whatever we're doing or however we're doing it, our, our families are changing. You know, I got two daughters, a lot of us have got kids. It's like, you know, I got, I got a two year old, almost three year old and an eight year old, almost a nine year old. And, um, uh, actually, uh, about two or three weeks after uh, me and Aideen, we stepped into the position that we're in uh, with the church, uh, we had Elan. And so, um, so it's almost like we had two babies in one month. <laughs> you know? so, um, but, but change, you know, my, my girls are growing up and they're going to continue to change. And there's different seasons, you know, um, and you have to embrace each of those seasons uh, because you're moving forward and, and, and you're building on that season. You know, and, and as a church, I think one thing that we really look at is that we are not going to um, we don't throw away the past. We don't we don't throw away where we've been in order to move forward. We we want to build upon where we've been, yes. and that's our mentality. So so you know um, we we look at you know uh, my dad and and his entire generation who have been faithful to lead this church. Uh, the baton is is being passed. You know, and and has been passed, but but whenever somebody's handing off a baton, there's there's a there's an initial reaching out, and then there's initial grabbing, and then there's the you know from one generation there's a releasing, and then there's where you know you turn your head and you begin to run, and uh, I think in our nation we're kind of seeing a, a generational change uh, in a lot of different ways, um, and as a church we're seeing that change. So there's so many of you even watching today. You've been in the church for decades, and you've led and you've loved people and you have served well. And uh, I wanna thank you for that. Um, even in the last three years, uh, there's been ups and downs. And I wanna thank all of you for being faithful in so many ways, uh, not, not just faithful in giving, we talked about giving, but, but faithful with support, with prayer, with, uh, with serving people, with, uh, with, with just honestly, like you talked about, great commission, uh, staying focused on what matters the most. And so, so again, we're looking forward to 2021. Um, I know that, that, you know, as men, we're all standing here, but but we're all married, and we have incredible women behind us who are uh, supporting us uh, uh, much more than, than most people probably know, uh, but they support us, and so, you know, we just want to tell uh, you gals that we love y'all, and uh, we're grateful for, for all that you do for us that many people, they don't know, they don't see, but uh, but we can't do what we do without incredible wives and, and our kids and our families uh, as well, and so, so with all that, we kind of want to uh, change gears and, and look at a few different ministries in the church. And, and each of us as, as pastors, you know, we're, we're, we're leading in certain areas, um, although we, we kind of lead, you know, there's, there's locations that are being led. Each person also has a, a focus. And so each of our focuses differ. Um, so we're going to start with Micah. Micah, again, you know, uh, this past year stepped into a, a, a greater leadership role with Impact, And so I know Mike has got some things he wants to share about vision with impact for 21. Yeah, Uh, We're passionate about student
3: ministry. It's one of those things that, you know, God kind of puts certain things in you and it's just part of who you are. Um, I've always been passionate about student ministry. My wife, Ashley has been passionate about student ministry. I got saved in this student ministry, this student ministry. And uh, it's just been something that we've grown up in and grown and being part of, honestly, talking about seasons like pastor Jordan just was, um, we thought our season of student ministry was done. And there was always this, this almost painful part of that. Like, you know, to, to move to something else, you oftentimes have to let something go, but through an incredible, uh, Gracious and loving God uh, and just the right season. uh, We found ourselves uh, leading student ministry again in the in a vision capacity with some incredible leaders at all of our locations. We've actually got incredible leaders at all four of our locations, uh, which is so awesome to say. Um, And uh, really just being able to spend time with them and learn and hear their heart. I'm going to tell you this. At all locations, uh, parents of teenagers and even teenagers right now know this, that you've got people that are praying for you, that care about you, and that are thinking about different ways to continue to help you know God, grow in Christ, and go in the power of the Holy Spirit until Jesus returns. So what that looks like in student ministry this upcoming year is we're gonna continue to do a lot of the same things that we've been doing. Uh, We're gonna continue to do youth services, our impact nights. Um, We believe that we can actually create more opportunities at your location this coming year there's going to be a couple little things that we try that we get out of the box you might be meeting on an impact night at your location some of the times um in a home with a group of friends and having impact night stream to you there will be times where all of us come together and we have one massive impact night but the end of the day our services are built to help students know god and have an awesome spot to bring their students to a youth service is very similar to what a sunday morning looks like Also, the grow aspect of us is we're going to have monthly challenges that encourage um, consistency and growth in Christ and growth in the word of God that we're actually going to incentivize. For all students, we're going to have these challenges that are going to build this growing Christ mechanism inside of you and ultimately give you some strategic ways and opportunities to go to share your story, to tell others about what Jesus has done in your life and wants to do through your life. So we are going to know, grow, and go in student ministry. A couple exciting updates about Impact that I want to let you know about. First one is this. Impact Night is going to move from the first Sunday night of the month to the third Sunday night of the month. Excited about that. It's a strategic move that I think is going to help our church as a whole, but also listen up, lean in real quick, especially if you've got a student that is in fifth or sixth grade right now. Here's the reason, because... Incoming sixth graders, when school changes, when students enter into the sixth grade, they will now be able to be a part of impact student ministry. Sixth through 12th grade, it's middle school through high school. We're going to have small groups just for them that are helping them in that transitional stage. We recognize that that's what's been taking place in their hearts. We've been watching NC Kids even. So sixth through 12th grade will be taking place Um, really in the in 2021. And we are super excited about that. We're also in plans for summer. Uh, There's always a lot of different things that you can do. And there's also uh, right now, particularly, we don't know exactly what 2021 (laughs) is going to look like. So there's so many things we want to do. But we know this, that we are working behind the scenes now to create a summer camp type like experience for our impact students, what it looks like. We don't have all those details when we don't have all those details where we don't have, but we know this students want to be around each other in a camp like setting. And we're going to make that happen. So great things ahead in 2021 for our student ministry here at yeah. Northwood church.
0: Yeah. I'm excited about that. Yeah. Um, you know, again, you, you talk about like being saved in, in, yeah. in straight gate at the yeah. time. <laughs> and, um, you know, I, I love looking at even some of the people that are leading in impact right now, They also were either, they either grew up in the church or, or got saved and impact had a great impact on their life. And, um, and now they're serving in the very ministry that, um, that was used by God to, to help to restore and save them. You know, obviously a ministry doesn't save someone, but but God does, but he uses people to do that. And now it's, it's the cycle. Yep. And now some of them, they're having babies. Yeah. And uh, it's incredible. I love seeing generational, uh, the, our, our value actually yeah. happening. And so, uh, so I'm excited about these changes yeah. and it's gonna be a good year. It's gonna be a good year. Um, so the next thing is we wanna talk about small groups. And Pastor Mike is actually uh, sort of spearheading small groups and that's sort of again each of us have a, have a kind of a different focus and so small groups is, is where uh, Pastor Mike's focus is and so what does 21 look like for, for small groups?
1: Absolutely you know if you've been around Northwood any length of time you've you've definitely heard uh, us communicate and the leadership communicate that small groups are not just something that we do but it's a core of who we are and we, we truly believe that small groups are a fantastic container to help people know, grow and go uh, and and not just uh, it's not just social gatherings I mean it's, it's an important part of our discipleship process and so we Encourage everyone to be a part of a small group here at Northwood Church at all of our locations and even our student ministry, which is super cool because uh, we we all every location has uh, uh, student small groups and so. But we we have so much variety of small groups. But we have two main lanes of small groups at Northwood Church. We have sermon based small groups as well as our freedom small groups, and we're going to continue that. A few years ago, we 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 did some tweaking, which uh, you mentioned at the very beginning about you know the only constant life is change and. We're constantly uh, tweaking what we do. But a few years ago, we did some some pretty major tweaks to our small groups, and we're continuing to build on that. So there's not a lot of big changes this year uh, for small groups, but continue to lean in, continue to emphasize the value of small groups and uh, the relationships that happen in small groups, the opportunities to both minister for the for the for the believer, but also to be ministered to, uh, takes place in small groups, and so we're going to continue that this year uh, through both of our lanes of small groups. Uh, our sermon-based small groups, we have some fantastic message series coming up this year that are going to allow us to really talk about a, a variety, a diverse uh, topical range uh, uh, for for every small group. Uh, it's going to be it's going to be fantastic, and then our freedom small groups. We at Northwood have seen success, great success, much. From our freedom small groups uh, that all culminate with a freedom conference, and uh, year after year as we've done this, we've seen just just leaps and bounds in people's lives as they continue to know God, grow in Christ, but also empowered to go in the Holy Spirit uh, because of these small groups. And we'll we'll have uh, the freedom small groups in full swing this year. Uh, we uh, will culminate our spring semester of small groups with a freedom conference on May twenty second. Uh, if you're going to be a part of that, whether you're leading it or participating and freedom, small groups. Go ahead and mark your calendar, May twenty second. It's going to be a life changing day uh, for you, uh, whether you're a leader or a participant. Uh, it's going to be fantastic. But we we will continue uh, to again to lean into and build our small groups at all of our locations. Um, the, the the small groups are are one of the ways that uh, we're able to connect with one another. You know, it's so easy to go to church and just hear a sermon and go home and you know see if it works for you and it's so easy to just to be autonomous or anonymous in a local church. But when you're in a small group, you build relationships, you become a part of a family, something bigger than yourself. And it becomes very, very meaningful. Uh, So, so we believe in small groups here at Northwood church.
0: Yeah. You know, just to kind of uh, tag on something about freedom is uh, on the freedom conference. uh, Every time that we do a freedom, freedom conference, um, if you've been through freedom before uh, or, or uh, yeah, if you've been through the small groups before, or maybe, you went through the group, but you weren't able to catch the conference, uh, those conferences are open to you to, yeah. to come back through. Uh, we always talk about how as, we as leaders in freedom, uh, we, we kind of get to go through it almost every single time pretty much. Um, and we get refreshed and the teachings, I mean, I could hear, you know, uh, teaching on, on forgiveness uh, almost every day. You know what I'm saying? I need to hear it. And I think for, for some of you, It'd be a good time to to mark your calendar as well for that Freedom Conference to come out. Um, But also want to remind all of the leaders at Northwood Church that this coming semester, um, that we want you to go through this Freedom Conference this coming semester as well, uh, which again is is May 22nd. So mark your calendar because May 22nd, we're all going to be here uh, as long as we're all here. And you know what I'm saying? Again, we're... Uh, we, who knows, <laughs> who knows in May what's going on, but we're going to be doing it. So, uh, but the next thing we want to focus on real quick is some things about missions and, uh, Casey's actually going to give us a heads up about some things that we're looking forward to with missions in 21. Yeah,
2: absolutely. I, I did want to throw a little caveat out there and, and as all of us really in behalf of the Holtz staff here, there's a, there's a lot of staff members who actually help support and serve in these ministry focuses And uh, they they work day in and day out. They have tremendous hearts and we appreciate them greatly. Uh, Some of you know who they are. Some of you don't. We're not going to list all the names right now, but they work with us some part time, some full time. And and we really appreciate them because they serve you well. And uh, we're we're so grateful to have them on the team Um, when it comes to missions. Yeah, we you know, we were looking at. Uh, international missions trips, because they they really make a big impact in in the lives of the people we go serve there, but ultimately in our lives as well. And uh, with with the covid restrictions and and all of the things that's going on with flights, the bureaucracy of closing and you can't go into a nation. We just really felt in our heart that that God deposited in, in, in our team that we were to focus on the greater Gulf Coast area, um really the whole year um and and really what that looks like is we have something coming uh called a mobile missions truck we're actually we're actually because of your faithful giving um we're going to actually mobilize a a truck that's going to be able to go serve every one of our communities all over the greater gulf coast we're going to mobilize serve teams to work in that truck to serve in that truck at all four of our locations. Uh, it's going to be fantastic. We're going to outfit it to feed people. We're going to outfit it for construction projects. We're going to outfit it for even potential medical things. Yeah. It, it's going to be a multifaceted vehicle that's going to be able to go all around the greater Gulf Coast area and just set up and serve people yeah. with the gospel at, and service. Yeah. Uh, and so that, that's our goal. We're super excited about it. We're going to have a webpage uh, that you're going to be able to go to that shows our mobile missions truck where it's going to be in that particular month, how you can be a part of that team, uh, the emphasis that it's going to be focused on. Um, and we're, we're just really excited about that. Obviously, when it comes to missions, we're going to continue to support and partner with the organizations we're already partnered with, uh, our missions partners here locally, as well as globally. You heard a little bit about it, Surge and ARC and all of these other ones, we're going to continue to, to be a part of that and uh, continue to serve with them. Uh, we'll have opportunities to even serve with them and what they're doing. Um, but the big highlight is this mobile missions truck. Uh, you're going to see a lot more about it. And so we're pumped about that.
0: Yeah, it'd be cool. Yeah, Love it. It'd be cool. Um, what, one thing as you're talking again, it just reminds me just with local missions and, and these organizations that are, um, we have so many local organizations that are doing incredible works, you know, uh, serving people, and uh one of the things that i love is just getting behind what they're doing um you know uh, i recently talked to uh one of the guys that's running uh one of these organizations locally and and he was kind of newer and and he said he he looked at the uh kind of the financial history and and just over the last few years and he kept seeing northwood church northwood church and uh you know on our monthly support but also just different Serve days, or or just you know, oh, you guys need this absolutely. You know, uh, uh, buy, we buy them, you know, different things for their facility. And he he told me this. Uh, this was just this past year. He said, honestly, if you guys weren't doing what you're doing, he said, we wouldn't have been able to keep the doors open. And uh, that's just something that I don't know. It was a hook for me of like, you know, sometimes it's it's like. You send a check or you you give, and you don't <laughs> you don't get to like see the results of it all the time. You know what I'm saying? Um, and 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 you could do a serve day, you could do that. But but man, whenever somebody tells you, man, because of your church, because of the people at your church, because of your faithfulness and, and what you've been doing for years, yeah. uh, we've been able to keep the doors open. So as you looked at, again at that that missions page, and you see those numbers, and you see like there are certain organizations here locally that if we weren't, you know, being the hands and feet of Jesus, all of those people, uh, might not be able to receive that food or, or whatever it is that they're getting. So anyway, uh, this is going to be a new, a new wrinkle in that, uh, for us to be able to serve in a different way. So, so excited about that. So a couple more things before we close today. And, um, uh, is this number one is, um, if I want to talk about NC kids real quick, um, NC kids. And (laughs) again, this year, We've, we've, we didn't have kids' ministries for quite a while, and then we were able to open up zero through four. And, and then we're, now the next step is okay, what does is, what is five through eight look like? And, and then nine through 12 is even further in the distance. And so, what we're really looking to do here is uh, obviously sixth grade and up is an impact now. And with our five through eight year old ministry, what we want to do is expand that from five to eight through five through nine five through nine. And so starting in 21, uh, whenever the time comes, whenever, again, whenever it's right, uh, we are going to, we're going to launch our, uh, five through nine ministry. And, uh, again, it's on Sunday mornings during the services. And so we'll get that going. One thing that we are really looking to do is build the, uh, build those teams. Um, because again, a lot of people are scattered in a lot of different ways. And so we're looking to build those teams. And so we've got a, a great core But uh, we are looking to kind of expand on that. Um, Some of you maybe were on teams that aren't really activated right now. I want to encourage you to jump in. Um, A lot of you ladies are zero through four-year-old ministries. Could really use some support in different locations. Every location kind of has its own, its own needs. But uh, I know here in Gulfport, zero through four has been a focus. I know my wife jumped into zero through four. She's been serving and uh, and and helping that that ministry to come up. Uh, because what we want to do is create space in that ministry to where we can start our five through uh, nine ministry. Um, we got some great teachers and and people that would love to serve your kid and teach them about Jesus and and it kind of opens up some things in the auditorium as well as we are. We are, uh, we're tight, you know, we got, we got to make room. And so this is another way to do that. So, so anyway, that's, that's one thing. The next thing is this, I'm, I'm really excited about this. Um, we've, we've been doing something every first Wednesday night, um, of, of the month. We do our prayer and worship nights, right? Where we gather and we pray and we worship. It's kind of always been the the running joke is, uh, welcome to prayer and worship where we, um, we pray and we worship, (laughs) you know, like no secrets here. And, um, but what we want to do this coming year is we want to move kind of back to a different format that we were doing a couple of years ago. And it's our first Wednesday service. And many of you know, first Wednesday services, you remember them, but in case you you weren't around during that time, what we do is we gather together and and we do, we worship and we might pray a little bit, but, uh, but you're going to hear a message on these nights from, uh, one of your, your, your pastors or, or whoever's teaching at that location that night, Uh, You're going to hear a a message from them. And one thing we always love to do is have some snacks afterwards, just something to kind of hang out afterwards and, and, uh, you know, uh, not let the kids run around too much, but there's a lot of kids, and so we got the kids, uh, and we're all hanging out together and uh, and spending some time together. You know, uh, relationships is something that really is important, and we want to create environments where those relationships can continue to flourish and grow. And so, so it also opens us up as pastors to be able to share some things that might be on our hearts that aren't necessarily in the series that we're in or or whatnot. And so, we're really excited to be able to share some things with you on these nights. Um, so anyway, be looking forward to that starting in January. Uh, which is just, we're talking about a week from now. Right. So, and then the last thing is this, um, looking forward to 21, the the, the first couple of weeks in the, uh, the month of January, we're going to be doing a series called, uh, what just happened? <laughs> what, what just happened, right? We're, we're coming out of this year and it's like, uh, what, what happened, man? Our, our hair is kind of like blown back a little bit. you know. <laughs> we got like smoke coming out of our ears. It's like, what in the world? And uh, we're going to be talking about what happened, man. But, you know, I think some people have been asking that question in their life a long time, you know, not just what happened to 2020, but, but what happened to my marriage? What happened to my family? what happened to my, my plans, my goals, you know, maybe you're a young person and, and you've been looking at different colleges to go to, you, you've got this career and and then things kind of have been crumbling. It's like, what happened to those things? And uh, we're going to talk about that and not just what happened, but but like, where are we headed, man? Where, where am I headed as a, as a person? And what is, what is God's plans for my life? And so anyway, I want to encourage you to to come out and, and invite people because uh, there's a lot of people that what I just said, you're like, man, my friend is walking through something exactly like that. So anyway, I want to let you guys know what's coming in 2020. Also, I mean, 21. Um, also, we're going to be uh, having a series called Family Talk. We're going to talk about, uh, you know, family talk in regards to our church family. Uh, some things coming up in 21, a lot like kind of what we've talked about here, but some things that are specific to each location. And then in February, we're going to be having family talk about our families, uh, our our individual families. And uh, so it's going to be a great kickoff to 21. Um, I think this has been an incredible conversation. Uh, I love hearing all you guys share your hearts and just about where uh, where things are headed. and uh, I think it's gonna be a great year. Uh, no matter what happens, no matter what comes, we are we're ready for it. So uh, the 21, here we come. you know, here we go. here yeah. we go. And so uh, so we love you guys. I want to pray for you and pray over this coming year and then uh, we're actually going gonna worship together a little bit. So uh, so let's pray. Father, we thank you for sustaining us. God, we thank you for uh, for the vision that you've uh, placed here at Northwood Church. God, I thank you for the team that you've assembled—not um, just pastors, not just staff, but God, the team as a whole. Father, in our small groups, in our in our teams, is uh, uh, in, in in every facet of this church, every person that you have you have called out of darkness. God, we don't want to forget that that you 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 plucked us out of the pit. And God, you set our feet upon a rock and that rock is Jesus, that we can be sure of of our identity and our purpose in you. And so God, we thank you for that. God, I pray that this year you would help us to live out of that. To uh, to operate out of that, God, as people that we would not isolate ourselves, that we would not get uh, consumed with what's going on in, in in our lives, in our homes, but God, that we would continue to be able to uh, to, to see further than that, God, to see where you're leading us, where you're guiding us, uh, God, I pray, just like like Casey talked about with the spies. Lord, that that any uh, any negative reports that may be in our hearts or, or 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 in our in our friends or in our family, any any things that are are speaking death to the things in our life or in our church or whatever it is, God, that you would r- help us to have more faith, help us to rise up in confidence, not in ourselves, but God in you and in your faithfulness, in your power. God, we thank you for Ocean Springs, that this is going to be a successful launch, a successful church plant, and everybody that that. Um, uh, comes and walks through those doors, God, that they're going to have a greater understanding of who you are, God, that you are going to build that location to do great uh, works in that area. Father, we thank you for Long Beach. God, we just speak a blessing over Pastor Micah and, and his family in the entire church, God, that as there is a focus to build and to rebuild certain facets in this church, God, that we would look back next year at this time and say, thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness, God. You, you have done what we were praying that you would do. God, we thank you for Wiggins, all of the people in God's country, Lord. We pray that you bless them, that you keep them, that you sustain uh, the Wiggins location god that there will be a growth in small groups this year both in leadership and in participation father because we know all of the wonderful things that happen in small groups so god would you build that community build that church uh we know that you have great things in store god for gulfport god thank you for pastor casey and uh for for, uh, for carrie god we pray that this year would be a year of of strengthening the leadership culture and the structure at uh at the gulfport location Father, we thank you for all of the legacy that is in here. God, for the people that have been leading for many, many years, really in all locations. But God, specifically in Gulfport this year, we pray that you would uh, grow the leadership culture, the, the strength, the core of, of, of Northwood Church here in Gulfport. God, we thank you for the growth that's going to take place as a whole. God, we know that this year there are people who don't know you. That God, by this time next year, you will have used the the people in this church to reach people for Jesus. God, to help people to know you, to grow in Christ, and to go themselves in the power of the Holy Spirit. Father, we're committed to this. We know that you've called us for this, and uh, and we're ready. So we say yes, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.
5: we mm-hmm.